Star Wars 7x7, episode 823. So considering that history is being rewritten, so to speak, in the Star Wars canon, I thought I would tell you another few stories that have been happening on the edges of things, as it were. Of course, there are so many people who have watched the new movies, but not everybody is into the other stuff, like the books and the comics and that sort of thing. So I'm going to give you a brief overview of that stuff and save you the trouble. And today we're going to look at what Princess Alea got up to immediately after the Death Star was destroyed. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 Podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And immediately after the destruction of the Death Star, of course, the Rebels have to find a new planet. Now, it turns out Admiral Akbar, I guess, was on Yavin 4 during that time, during the whole showdown with the Empire in there. And so he is helping to direct the evacuation, and General Dodonna is also searching for planets that they might possibly evacuate to, which leaves Princess Leia as a princess without a planet or without a job, for that matter. But even though she wants one, Dodonna is loath to give her one. In fact, he doesn't want her more than just a few feet away from him because she now has a 10 million credit bounty on her head. And there are rumors at this point that there is some sort of retribution happening from the Empire, that the Imperials are actually seeking out and killing Alderanians, and it's all to do with her being a part of the Rebellion and a part of the destruction of the Death Star. So being lost and without purpose and hearing that Alderanians are being hunted down, she decides to take off with another Alderanian pilot in tow and try to rescue as many Alderanians as she possibly can. Now, this does tie in a little bit with a short story that we checked out 1,000 levels down. This was last month or so by Alexander Freed, and it talked about an Alderanian cloister in Coruscant that was getting rousted and whatnot. But this is a different kind of situation. Coruscant does not get touched upon in this story. So, um, yeah, that doesn't intersect exactly. But same idea. Leia starts off by going to Naboo, of all places, because there is a long-standing Alderanian cloister there. And she actually even sees an image of Padme Amidala, Queen Amidala there, and has a moment of, oh, uh, her. Like, that looked familiar for some reason. I don't know why. And that's not the only time where the story gives a wink or two to things that Princess Leia doesn't know about, like when she says to somebody, it must be nice to have a sibling, right? Because she doesn't know. And speaking of her sibling, Luke is there and says, you know, how nice it was that he could lean on her after Ben died, but, you know, wish that she could be able to lean on anyone, you know, he leaves it open-ended like that he wants to say of course lean on me but you know he's too farm boyish at this point to say so so that's kind of a cute exchange but i digress slightly leia is able to rescue the alderanians from naboo but it turns out that one of them has a sister who is working for the imperials and they're able to track 
her to Celeste, where she goes to rescue the next set of Eldoranian cloisteries. Of course, R2-D2 comes to save the day on that one. And you know, come to think of it, R2-D2 could possibly appear in Rogue One. He could be another one of the characters from the original trilogy that shows up in there, along with C-3PO as well. I mean, they're with Princess Leia when she's getting the Death Star plans and trying to escape with them. So, you know, if the movie of Rogue One is supposed to take place right before that happens, then heck, there's every possibility we could see those two stalwart droids in there. So they manage to get away from Celeste. Neen Num shows up and helps out a bit as well. They end up at a planet called Asperian, where it turns out that all the Rainians have intermixed with the locals, if you will, which apparently is not a good thing in some Alderanian eyes, some very strict ones, the ones that had been cloistered on Celeste and got really kind of nutty in their time underground. But it's the fleet of ships on Asperian that come to Princess Leia's rescue when the Imperials, hot on her trail, manage to track her down and track the Alderanians down and manage to keep... Everybody from getting blown up, the Asperian folks do. So all's well that ends well. And Princess Leia, having rescued three different cloisters of Alderanians, decides that it's time for her to get back to what's going on with the Rebellion. And she's six Evan, E-V-A-A-N, on the job. That's her chief advisor, the X-Wing pilot that had been traveling around with her, who's also Alderanian. She sticks Evan on the job of taking care of all these Alderanians. So there's a fine thank you. And that pretty much wraps up five issues of comics. Of course, there are subplots and whatnot that I'm not covering here and other odd things like R2-D2 showing up in something that looks very much like a Hot Wheels character car. There's the tie-in to the 1,000 Levels Down story that we saw in Star Wars Insider that talks about the harassment that Alderanians are getting after the destruction of Alderaan and especially also after the destruction of the Death Star. And the Alderanians have been brought together in a big Battlestar Galactica-like convoy Another fun little thing, Princess Leia passing her off as an Imperial at one point refers to herself as First Minister Solo. It's kind of interesting that she went with that and not First Minister Skywalker, and probably a very good thing that she didn't because that probably would have attracted way too much trouble way too quickly. And she even headbutts a couple of people in fights. There's a lot of great fight scene stuff happening in there too, and she is definitely not shying away from any of the action. Now, I gather they're publishing these in omnibus editions. In other words, they're packaging them all in one paperback, basically, one big old paperback. And it's fun stuff. If you haven't checked out any of the comics, then it's worth a read or at least share it with your kids. You know, they might surprise you and end up showing you stuff about it and surprising you with what you might end up being interested in. That is going to do it for what was going on with Princess Leia right after the destruction of the Death Star. And I've got a trivia question for you after the break, so stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Alright, I'm back with your trivia question here. Get ready! Okay, for what? Last time I asked you, what was it about Finn that got BB-8 so worked up the first time BB-8 laid eyes on Finn? And that's that Finn was wearing Poe's jacket. Today's question, how many times does BB-8 shock Finn after Rey has subdued him? 
thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's most impressive, and it's destiny unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.